There are a number of nice libraries out there for generating PDF documents in Ruby. My favorite one is Prawn, which is really excellent for generating PDF documents from scratch in Ruby code. But sometimes it's easier to generate PDFs by converting them from an HTML document. Let me show you that here. Now there's nothing new about creating PDFs from HTML, but it often costs money, and there's been a lot of activity on this subject recently due to a solution presented by Jared Pace using his new PDF kit gem. Now this gem relies on the WKHTML to PDF tool. Uh, the WK stands for WebKit because it uses WebKit rendering engine to generate the PDF document. And um, so to install it, you may need to first install that tool, but it also comes bundled into PDF kit, so you may not need to install it depending on your environment. Um, then you just do gem install PDF kit, and then you can generate PDFs just through Ruby by pointing it to a given HTML document or website. Now this gem also comes with a rack middleware solution, which we'll be using because it'll allow us to generate a PDF version of any page on our site very easily by just appending a PDF extension. So let's get started. So I have an example application here, which is the same situation I did for the episode on Prawn for comparison's sake. And what I have here is an order page in an e-commerce application, and I want to give the user to the ability to download a PDF version of the invoice for this given order. And so to do that, I'll just convert this HTML document using PDF kit. Since this is a Rails 3 application I'm working with in this episode, I'll add the uh, PDF kit to my gem file to install it. Just add PDF kit here, and then run bundle install to make sure we have that installed. And next we need to add the rack middleware, and we can do that inside of the application.rb config file in a Rails 3 app. In a Rails 2 app, you would do this inside the environment uh, config file. Anyway, you just call config.middleware.use, and then you add PDF kit middleware here. And uh, there we go. By the way, if you ever want to see what middleware you're using in your application, just run rake middleware, and that'll print out a list of all the middleware that each request goes through in your app. And you can see our PDF kit middleware is now listed here. And then when you boot up your application, you can go to any page in your app, just append the PDF extension in the URL, and boom, you're instantly presented with a PDF version of that page. Uh, there's quite a bit of work we can do to improve the look of this, but it's a great start for doing almost no work already. Really, to get this looking halfway decent, I just need to remove the border on the outside, so let's do that. So we need some way to distinguish PDF rendering from normal rendering, and we can do that by telling PDF Kit to use the print media type for its PDF rendering. And so you can see that here. Uh, it's a configuration option. You just append to the middleware. So let's just paste that in here in our application.rb config. So this means we can use CSS to change the look of our site based on the media type. So here I am in my layout file, and you can see I'm already using a stylesheet link tag. I'm including the application CSS file. And right now the media type is going to default to screen, which means uh, there's not gonna be any CSS styling for the print media type. But I can change that by just adding media all, and that means our application layout file will apply to the print media type as well. Now you may want to create a separate stylesheet link tag that's just the print media type uh, and just include a separate stylesheet for printing or you can just include it in line in the main CSS file which I'll do here. So at the bottom of our CSS file we can add a media type option here and say 
that anything inside of here will only apply to the print media type. So this way we can remove our border and I'll just paste in some code to do that. And that way we'll get a nice clean printable version of our invoice. So now when we go back to our site and check out the PDF version of this order, uh, we can see that we now get a PDF that is nice and clean without that border. And really this end result is almost identical to what I created in the episode on Prawn, except it takes a lot less code because we're not generating all of it from scratch, we're just basing it off of our HTML document. Now don't get me wrong though, Prawn definitely still has its advantages because it gives you a lot more control over the way the PDF is generated, especially when you're dealing with multiple pages. Uh, if this table extended across multiple pages, for example, then we might run into some difficulty if we wanted to customize the way the headers and footers look on every page, for example. But for a quick solution, this seems to work really well. And we do have some minor page control, which I'll show you a little bit here. For example, going to that order page view file, let's say that at the top of the page here we had a lot of content that we were displaying. Maybe we were uh, just displaying um, billing information or something, and we just had a lot of uh, content at the top here. And then when we reload our PDF document here, we get all of our content at the top, and then our tables kind of split up in half. What if we want to control where our page break happens? We want it to make all the table always on a separate page. So going back to our CSS document, if we uh, get a hold of the line items table and add a page break option here, page break before, and then set it to always, that will ensure that the line items table always appears on a separate page. Now when we reload our PDF file here, you can see that is in action our tables on a separate page. So we do have some control over the page breaks, but it is pretty limited. And really, if you want to deal with multiple pages and you want a full-blown solution, you'll probably want to stick with Prawn. But otherwise, this works pretty well. Now, there is one final thing I need to add to make this episode complete, and that is going back to our order page. I still need a link to go to this PDF document. So going to our view here, I'll just place a link at the end of this table. Uh, we'll just say, call it um, download invoice in PDF format. And then to link to this, we'll just go to our order path and just go to our order show action. Uh, and then we'll just change our format so that it uses the PDF version. And then I'll just add that PDF extension to our order page. Now reload the page here and you can see we have a download invoice link. Click it, we get our PDF version, but I do wanna hide the link inside of our PDF file. So we'll need to do that. And that's pretty simple by just adding an ID to our paragraph tag. Let's call it uh, PDF link. And then in our style sheet, we'll just hide that PDF link. Display none. There we go. And then when we regenerate our PDF document, you can see there's no link. So there we go. Now our PDF version of our invoice is complete with the link on the HTML version and no link on the PDF. And it has a nice look. Uh, with separate page breaks and so on. Now before I end this episode, I just want to quickly mention an alternative to a PDF kit is the Wicked PDF uh, plugin. And really it, it takes a little bit of a different approach even though it still uses the same WK HTML to PDF tool. Uh, it uses a different approach in that it's not a middleware, but it actually uses a, a renderer inside of Rails. So um, if you need a little bit more control over what exact actions are uh, available for as a PDF document, you might want to check this out as well as the PDF kit library. 
Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you found it useful. Uh, just the next time you need to generate a PDF, you might want to consider just converting it from an HTML document. It's usually uh, quicker, but it doesn't give you quite as much control as using other libraries such as Prawn.